Oh my gosh, this is the third time I'm trying to record this intro because I'm so nervous and excited and confused. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what to do. The last time I recorded an episode, I just looked and it was August of 2020 and now it's January 2022, so it's definitely been a while. I recorded nine episodes previously and then I quit, so hopefully I don't quit after nine episodes this time. Okay. Welcome back. I started this podcast back in 2020 during the very beginning of this whole crazy pandemic. Remember when we all thought that would be an extended spring break? (laughs) That's funny. I'm so incredibly excited to be starting up the podcast again on this new platform. I was just doing it on SoundCloud before, but now I'm doing it on Apple Podcasts. So yay, that's so exciting. I have so many ideas and projects in store for it and I can't wait to get started Okay, so to start off, I'm going to circle back to the topic of the pandemic. Um, I feel like I speak for all of us when I say the pandemic has been such a roller coaster of emotions, discoveries, learning experiences. It's definitely put us all through the ringer. Um, I stopped doing the podcast at a point in the pandemic when recording a podcast about performing in front of large crowds of people seemed hopeless. When I began questioning if what I was trying to teach you all was even worth talking about. Um, And I was doing online school, so I wasn't able to meet my teachers in person or sit next to my peers in class. And I wasn't able to go see shows or be in shows. And everything we needed as artists was taken away from us, essentially. But then summer 2021 came around and everything changed. The pandemic was still prevalent, yes, but things were definitely looking up. Mostly, there was no more online school, and thank goodness for that. Uh, I know some of you are in online school right now, and for that, I am so incredibly sorry. It's so tough, but just hang in there, because things are going to get better. Things are going to look up again. (laughs) So during summer 2021, I played tennis. I did the normal summer things, went on vacation, which was amazing. Uh, I went to Hilton Head Island with my family, and it was an incredible time, and I'm so grateful for that experience. And I also, you know, went swimming, hung out with my friends, whatever. But probably my favorite part of the summer was when I got to be in SpongeBob the Musical at a local summer-intensive musical theater camp called Star Camp um, here in Cincinnati. And it was just... One of my favorite shows I've ever done. And I, you know, I thought about, oh, it's SpongeBob the musical. Like, that's kind of, that's kind of cheesy, whatever. But no, like, the story of SpongeBob the musical is so adorable and heartwarming. And the characters and the references to the show, like, it's just an amazing show. And listen to the soundtrack because it's so good. It's on my Broadway playlist on Spotify. And I listen to it all the time still. I think about it all the time, and I look at the pictures from it all the time, and it was just the first time in a year and a half when I felt like, like, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing again. You know, I had that feeling of like, wow, I'm, I'm like where I'm supposed to be, and I'm, I'm doing this thing that I love, and I, I know this is what I'm supposed to do, and it was just, oh my goodness, no words can describe the feeling that Spongebob the musical gave me. I played Sandy Cheeks in the show and I was also surrounded by my best, best friends. And I grew up with these people and, um, you know, they, all my friends, they were seniors, sadly, that was their last year. So I 
remember the very last performance of SpongeBob. We were all on stage bawling our eyes out. <laughs> and I mean, the end of the show was bittersweet anyway, so it kind of fit, but uh, it was just an amazing experience. I can't, I can't put into words how much the experience of SpongeBob the Musical meant to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the Children's Theater of Cincinnati for giving me that experience. Um, every year, Star Camp is so fun, but I don't know. Summer 2021, after everything we'd been through, it was just so incredibly special. I also mentioned I went on vacation. <laughs> yeah, we went to Hilton Head, went to the beach. I think it's very important, um, even though it feels like, you know, we're in a pandemic, like we're sitting at home a lot. It's also important to take a break even though it feels like we've been on this extended break for two years now. Here's what I'm experiencing right now. So I'm a junior in high school. Um, junior year, everyone knows it's, uh, what's the word for it? Um, it's just a little bit stressful. Even at times when I have completed all my schoolwork and, you know, I don't necessarily have anything I need to do in the moment, it's like I'm looking for something and I'm stressed if I can't find something that I can accomplish. And um, that's not good, you know? Like, you deserve a break. I just, I'm trying to teach myself that. And vacation was a very good break for me, a break from being at home. Anyways, that was just a little lesson about breaks. I didn't even mean to talk about that, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll cut all of that out. Maybe that didn't matter. And then I also played tennis. For those of you who don't know, I play tennis. Am I the best at tennis? No, <laughs> not by any means, but it's very fun. And I feel like all of my friends play tennis. So I play tennis with my friends. And summer tennis was the best. Anyone who plays tennis with me knows what I'm talking about. We have so much fun in the summer. It's so hot on the courts. Fun fact, if you're on a tennis court, the air is 10 degrees hotter or something when you're on the tennis court versus when you're off the tennis court. We just didn't, we didn't care. We don't care how hot it is. We just have the best time. So star camp vacation tennis all leads us right into MTI which happens right before school starts we go back we go every Saturday morning MTI is stands for musical theater intensive and I take these classes at the University of Cincinnati with their CCM prep program and oh my goodness oh my goodness the teachers there so incredible and everything we learn there is so useful i feel like every time i go i just learn something new and i i can go home with newfound knowledge they also provide us with amazing resources and things to watch or things to listen to or things to look up and i just think it's very important that um, young performers are provided those sorts of things because that's kind of our job is to research um as much as we're out there doing our thing on stage and rehearsing the most fundamental part of the process is doing the research for your character for the whole entire show whatever you're doing because that's that's how you expand on that and that's how you grow into your character and what story you're telling so yes i love mti and MTI brings us into school. I actually do love school. It gives me something to do. I feel like I'm just one of those people who always has to be doing something. And uh, whether that's reading a book or baking or playing tennis or going to school, I just always need to have something to do to make me feel like I'm productive. And school is that for me. And it was also my first time being in 
my high school since March of 2020. So very grateful to have gone back to school and I'm very grateful that we haven't gone online. So during first semester, I was in my school's production. We did Into the Woods. I played Rapunzel, very fun time. And after that was over, uh, there was homecoming and, you know, there was football games and all the normal high school stuff. But then I also um, was in a production of Elf the Musical Junior, and I was many different ensemble characters. I was like a Macy's employee, a featured tap dancer. I was a caroler. Uh, I also played the role of teenager. Shocking, I know. And so it was my first um, professional production back since the time that we all know I'm talking about, that I've mentioned 87 bajillion times on here already, but what else is there to talk about? What? When do we ever go a day nowadays without talking about it, or thinking about it, or seeing something about it on social media? And then after Elf came Christmas, and that sounds exciting when I say it, but you, um, let me just, okay, I noticed December 23rd, I think it was, I was feeling a little sick. I think you all know where I'm going with this. I was feeling a little sick. I was actually supposed to sing some Christmas carols at a nursing home that day. Thank the goodness of the universe and Lord above that I didn't go. Oh my goodness, that would have been so bad. Christmas Eve, the next day, I... My sister and I, we were like, eh, we don't feel so good. So we went to urgent care and we got a little COVID test. We waited for, I think, two hours. I know some people who had to wait for like five, six, seven hours to get their COVID test. So we had it pretty good, I guess. But it felt like the longest two hours of my life. And we were sitting in the waiting room. You know, we were dancing around. We were having a great old time. And then the nurse comes in. She says, hey, guys, so unfortunately, Merry Christmas, you have COVID. So that was great. I spent my Christmas and my last week of 2021 indoors in my house, which I probably would have done anyway, let's be honest. But because of getting COVID and because my sister and mom bought me three books, I have become obsessed with reading. So just to put this into perspective for you, I set a reading goal for the entire year of 35 books. I am currently eight books into that goal. And it we've had 23 days of the year so far. Um, so is that concerning? Does that make me more educated and eloquently spoken? You can judge that for yourself because you've been listening to me talk for like 15 minutes. That being said, I am obsessed with books currently, and um, I personally don't think it's a bad thing. I love reading, and I've also heard that it makes you more empathetic, which will for sure be helpful because I'm an actress, and that's that's definitely an asset in that profession. So I'm excited to use my empathy to really get into my characters, guys. But actually, I don't think I don't think that fact is false. I feel like I'm definitely the more books I read, the more I feel for the characters and um, understand 
other different people's situations. I love reading books about people who are nothing like me. I'm getting so off track. I'm obsessed with books, guys. I'm so obsessed. Um, you can't stop me. So reading brings us into January 2022, right now. So uh, it's a new semester of school, and we're going to do Little Mermaid at school this semester. So that'll be really fun. I can't wait to see what happens with that. And we also got a new drama director at my school, which is also so fun. I love learning from new people who I've never met before. And I think he's going to do an amazing job. And also, spring semester of my junior year means what's coming in the fall? What's coming? That's right. College applications, and in my case, pre-screens, college auditions. While I am so excited for that and to see where my senior year takes me. Um, I'm also so incredibly nervous, as I'm sure many of you who are juniors, sophomores, freshmen who are thinking about going to musical theater or thinking about college in general, if you're not even a performer. It's it's very nerve-wracking and it's very scary, but um, I'm using this time to go to coachings and focus on MTI and um, I'm not really planning on auditioning for any shows for the spring, summer, fall of this year, um, just because I think I really need to focus on college. But I am uh, doing a lot of research, and I have a whole entire document on my Google Drive that's called Empty College Organize... What did I call it? No, I need to know. I need to know exactly what I called it. I called it MT, College Organization Sheet. I don't know why I needed to look that up. I just needed to know exactly what I said. So yeah, I have my MT College Organization Sheet, and I'm going to do Little Mermaid, hopefully. And I'm going to go to Orlando this summer for the college audition prep program, and I'm also probably going to do Star Camp and all those things, but mostly I'm just going to focus on college. So very exciting time. Anyways, let's buckle down into the lesson and message I want you to take away from this. Even though I keep getting sidetracked and giving you little pockets of wisdom throughout this episode, I want to talk about something specific, and that is the idea, and also the title of this episode, Who Me? Let me just tell you a little story about what these words mean in my mind and what what sparked this idea. So I was at Star Camp. All right, so can we tell that I love Star Camp? I've mentioned them five times so far, and I had never considered myself, like, a dancer, you know? It was always singing, acting first, dancing on the side. If if anyone ever was like, hey, raise your hand if you consider yourself a dancer, was not me. I did not raise my hand. I'd be like, I'm a mover, okay? And there's nothing wrong with that by any means. If you, I mean, it's good to know the extent of your abilities, but it was coming to the point where I was holding myself back. You know, I wasn't letting myself become a dancer. It was always like, oh, no, I, I, I'm not a dancer. Like, I could never be a dancer. But, 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 but you could, though. You are 11. And you have so much time ahead of you. But when I was 11, to me, it seemed like, oh, there are people who have been dancing since they were three. And, like, I, mean, I, can, I can never be a dancer because I haven't been dancing since I was three. No, no. There are people who start dance when they're 14 and become professional ballerinas. Is that common? No. But does it happen? Yes. Not saying that I'm going to be a professional ballerina because I, no. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But I think I carry myself pretty well now and I I would consider myself a dancer now. Um, 
five years later. So it takes time, but if you're willing to train and you're willing to put in the work, you can definitely flip that notion that you can't do something. So anyways, I was in this dance class and we were learning a combination to a song from Cats and uh, we were figuring out the formation for the dance. And in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm always in the back, like always back center, back left, back right, whatever. I'm always in the back line. I'm also tall, so makes sense. But also I just, I don't know, I didn't move that well. It's just not something I worked on, not something I tried very hard at. So we were in this dance class and the dance teacher um, was picking people to go in the front line and he was having us go in groups. Um, And then he points to a couple girls and he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, go over here, go stand in this group. And then he points to me and I was like, who, who, me? You're, You're pointing to me? Me for the front line. Me? Are you sure? I'm like, guys, is he he pointing to me? You guys seeing this? He was like, yeah, you're killing it. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. I think why I was put in the front line was because I I remember learning this dance so vividly. And to this day, I like still break out in this dance because it is so fun. And it was just, it was just a moment where I had to let myself go and just enjoy the moment. And I was just, I was going at it because I was having fun. And I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm not a dancer. Like, I'm going to look so awkward while I'm doing this. All the dancers, they look so good and I look so stupid. No, I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking this combination is so fun. And then I was put in the front line because I was having the time of my life. And I think he saw that. And sometimes it's not even about having this crazy, intense training and skill. It's also about just like, are you a storyteller? Are you having fun? Are people going to want to watch you? Because you can be in the front line, you can be hitting all the steps, and you can be doing absolutely amazing at the dance. But if people look at your face and you look tired or you look confused, people don't want to watch that. People want to watch people who are having fun. I know the extent of my capabilities, and I know if someone says, hey, we're going to do a pirouette here, but you can do like three or four if you want. I'm I'm going to do like two, probably. Because that's what I, I, I know I can do that and I know I can do it well and I'm not going to push myself too hard, but I'm also going to push myself hard enough where I'm working for this and I'm getting better. Was that getting a little bit off track? Maybe. Maybe, but I'm also just sharing my wisdom and it's my first episode back. I'm going to get better as it goes. All right. I'm going to admit it. This episode is probably not perfect, but I'm going to get better. That lesson was all to say, don't ask that question ever. Don't ask, who, me? Like, you really, you think I can do this? Because it's good, it's good to be humble, but as performers, we have to be confident in our abilities and show it. Show them that you know your capabilities and qualifications, because if you don't, how can they trust that you won't break down or give up? Just know, know your worth and know the extent of your capabilities. Don't go past them but also don't hold back from them. Everyone wants you to succeed, especially the people who are behind that audition table. They want you to be the best you can be. They don't want to look at someone who's timid and who's like, oh, am I really, am I really going to be able to do this? They want to see someone who's like, yeah, I'm the person you want. I'm right here. Look no further. You don't have to do any more work. Yeah, you can relax for the rest of the day because here I am. They don't want to have to sit through all this time and not find anyone who they feel has the capabilities and 
has the 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 grit to be able to do what they need them to do. They want to find that person. That's why they have auditions because people need someone and you come in to be that person for them. That was a lot. I feel like I was getting really into that conversation. I think that's a good thing. I had a great time. This is definitely a little more informal than my older podcast episodes, but I kind of like it. I kind of like how it's more conversational and I feel like I'm talking to a friend. I am, however, sitting alone in my bedroom. Is that a little bit sad? No, I don't think it is. I'm having a great time, so. And I feel like I just released a lot of things that I have been holding on to and needing to release into the world so that other people can learn things. And I hope you did. I hope you learned something today. And I hope you liked this. (laughs) And I hope you plan on coming back next time because there will be more. And there will be more than nine. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you found something you can take away from today. And thank you for listening to me ramble and talk to myself. Except I'm not talking to myself. I'm talking to you. Hi. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time. Oh, no, I won't. You'll hear me next time. I'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye, guys.